Yo, you know I thought I saw a dire wolf. What? Ah! You're listening to We Die First, a podcast for black horror fans by black horror fans. Hey, Spooky Squad. Hey, Spooky Squad. Last week was like nice and we were like, hello, Spooky Squad. And this week's like, hey, Spooky Squad. I'm your sassy aunt. Hey. Hey, spooky, you- spooky little bitches. I haven't called them spooky bitches in a long time. <laughs> I know. And I feel that. I think they feel that too. The- <laughs> Do you guys miss that? Yes. Oh, crazy. Who was that? <laughs> Where did that come from? <laughs> Andrew, how are you? I'm fan- I've never been better. Um this uh in lieu of, you know, like the Twitter trend of like men will do X instead of therapy. Mm-hmm. Mine is will bitch about diversity in the office instead of go to therapy. One significantly cheaper for me. Oh yes. <laughs> but yeah, I was just like I emailed uh some people in my organization I was like hey just I just wanted to share a thought that I sometimes feel like I am being used as a diversity prop when I'm brought into these meetings and I was just very curtly told that I need to just show up I mean it was phrased not much nicer but basically like this is your job and I expect you to do it and I'm just like well you you could have I'm a very practical man I I'm not above being told. I'm not above realizing I'm wrong. So tell me that it was a misunderstanding and that I didn't have like all of the facts or something. And I'd be like, okay, like I get that. Yeah. My bad. I might've, I might've overreacted or gone down a different interpretation of the situation, but to just basically come back at me and say, and not address what I was feeling or concerned about. Cause it wasn't like, I noticed you, I messed up and you yelled at me. I was like, I noticed I feel like you were using me this way. And then it's just like, this is your job. Shut up and, and I'm do like, your job. Basically. Yeah, I was like, I noticed, I noticed you didn't say that's not what's happening. Oh, that's, <laughs> when, other than- that's when I hit them back with the, do you just call me a nigger email? <laughs> 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 and it's like, well, did you? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. So, so I have this meeting with a, a business person we're trying to get in business with tomorrow and that's going to be a hell of fun but anyway besides that i'm phenomenal wow uh <laughs> how about you i'm doing oh my god there's this dog next door that keeps barking oh my god well if it stops barking you know why <laughs> <laughs> oh ginger Foreshadowing spooky squad oh, ginger. <laughs> ginger, ginger as told by ginger <laughs> Loved that show. <laughs> As BT Hold by Ginger. <laughs> um, yeah, no, the dog keeps barking. It's annoying. But um, I'm doing okay. I um, was telling you earlier that I've got some like little freelance side work going now. So I'm excited about that. Um, it came at a really good time because next month will be one year unemployed. And I'm like, this was way longer than I anticipated when I first quit my job last March. Man, uh, I don't know how your situation is, but when I first moved to Chicago, 
I had like the shittiest gig ever, like this fundraising thing, but not like in an office trying to get a ton of government money, uh-huh. like on the street trying to get people to sign up for oh, shit. Yeah, it was one of no. those. Oh, those suck. Yeah, that fucking sucked. And I mean, I'm, I don't know, like, I can be annoying, obviously, <laughs> but I don't like going out of my way to annoy people. Yeah. Strangers specifically, you know? And I'm not an aggressive person. I mean, aggressive, like, you need to do this and sign up for this, like a confident salesperson. I'm not that. Mm-hmm. So people be like, I don't want to sign up. I'm like, dope, see you later. <laughs> Bye. It's like, I, it's like, you don't want to talk to me. Shockingly, I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> also, don't want to do this job. So it's like, let's, yeah. let's make both of our lives easier. Just go, go yeah. to work. <laughs> so then stopped, like, that lasted three months. And then I'm like, I need a job. And then a job didn't, like, come. And I, like, you know, I hit that point where I was just indignant. Like, I have a master's degree. I'm a classically trained musician. Things will come my way. And then things weren't, (laughs) you know? And I'm just like, fuck it. Like, I'm a step above. There's nothing wrong with working at McDonald's. But I just was, like, almost going to do that. I say that because I worked restaurants all through undergrad, like, my entire life. High school through undergrad. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I'm not going back in the restaurant world. Like, I can't. Yeah, no, it's rough. I hated that, too. I was a a hostess. I mean, host, excuse me. Um, If we're not saying actress anymore, I feel like we shouldn't say hostess either. I was a host um, at an IHOP when I was, like, in college for, like, one summer. And I hated it (laughs) so bad. And I also was, like, a server for, like, two weeks at this pizza place. And I quit, like... I just is that the one you lasted like two weeks or something? Yeah, because like, well, I didn't, I didn't like get fired for not checking IDs properly. I quit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I should have been fired. Yeah, it, it wasn't lasted as in like you could only competently exist in that job for two no. weeks. You're like, no, no, I need to leave. One day I was supposed to have a shift. I was to go to, uh, show up for my shift, and I just didn't go. I just called and I was like. <laughs> I just called and I was like, I can't make it today. And they're like, why? And I was like, I just don't really want to do this anymore. <laughs> I just think about that. Like, we need to we need to bring back that level of not giving a shit and quitting in like higher level positions. I want to be like, if I'm if I'm forty and I'm not liking my mid level position, I just want to be like, yo, where are you? Oh, I'm not showing up today or ever. I quit. And just have it be like. Yeah. All right, you're you'll be replaced just like any host at a, at a, a pizza place. You'll be replaced. I want to just be in the like a heart surgeon in the middle of like a triple bypass. <laughs> just be like, guys, I'm just like not really feeling it. Like I think I'm done here, and just like my scalpel down, and just leave. I feel I feel real burned out. <laughs> I'm like yeah, like keep in touch or don't. But I'm just not really feeling it anymore. I'm gonna pursue a career in comedy. <laughs> Well, you know, I'm really glad that you would quit being a hypothetical doctor and become a comedian because most comedians are trying to make it on Twitter and your Twitter is fucking hilarious. Where can we find you on Twitter? Not my best segue, but you, you tried. I could you care did less. it. You did something I tried. There. You tried it. Um, <laughs> you can find me at say underscore anything. That's S-E-Y underscore anything on Twitter. What about you, Andrew? You can find me at Andrew underscore on underscore drums. Um, I'm really proud of my, for the first time ever, I tried doing that dumb thing of changing a name, my name, thinking I'm funny. Mm-hmm. 
Might change it back because Discount David Diggs is not doing it for me anymore. Oh, I'm sorry. Maybe I need people to know my name. Maybe like Discount Corbin Blue. <sighs> He's not nearly as topical, but it's, well, I it's think the it, two, I think it's the two it, versions of topical, right? Well, that's what makes it funnier, though, because it's like yeah. Corbin, Corbin Blue is already the Discount <laughs> Corbin Blue. <laughs> He himself is already Aldi's brand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you know, like, Aldi's is fine. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Do they give people bags yep. now? Or do you still have to have, like, a box? I've honestly only shopped at an Aldi's once, so I don't know. I haven't been to an Aldi's. And it was, like, once. years ago. I hated so. I hated that I had to bring, like, a box. They would give you boxes. It's like, what? Like, <laughs> you're, you're like, ugh. Aldi's. Pardon? What the literal fuck? Yeah, like, what's that about? Give me a fucking plastic bag. Like, fuck the turtles. Like, give me a plastic bag. (laughs) (laughs) Like, what are you doing? Um, Oh, also speaking of... uh, uh, Fuck it. I can't do a transition. I'm not as good as you. Um, Another thing that (laughs) happened this week were the Jon Stewart packets. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Spooky Squad. The kids were on fire. I feel... This week. Yeah, I feel like you had to know about the John Stewart packet because every like Alana isn't even on like comedian Twitter, and she was like, "Why is everyone talking about well, this?" John it was Stewart trending. Packet? John Stewart was trending um, on Monday, which I'm sure was part of the, his master plan. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this was, <laughs> and he I like to. Just all the the fuckery, like he just pops in and is like, "Anyone seen my packets or whatever the fuck he tweeted?" That just felt abusive. And now he's just pulling, he's just pulling a dad, and he's not gonna fucking talk to us unless we do good. Yeah. Oh my god, literally that. It's like he's just like I he's, do really, he's really doing that. a full on like dance monkey kind of thing. I do. I don't appreciate that in anything. Auditions, jobs submissions i'm like i can handle being told no but i would like to know no or you know it's okay if you don't tell me no but put a timeline you know it's like if you didn't hear back in a month then obviously you didn't make it i agree because because like i I understand they can't reach out to everyone because they made it very clear like if you're not contacted for the second round then you didn't get it but it'd be nice to know if like by april or May or something right. you haven't heard back, then it's probably a no instead of having people just kind of like indefinitely. I mean, unless, but here's the thing. If I, in like a weird alternate universe where I actually made it to the second round, I wouldn't tweet about that. Like I, because like my first thought was like, oh, would well, you have to wait until someone says that they got it? And then, you know, or, because I wouldn't, I don't think I'd do it just for the sake of like, everyone I knew. Like, shit. Huh? Not being a shit about it. Yeah. It's like everyone I knew, like all my friends, like, apply to this thing I, I feel kind of shitty being like hi guys like yeah i made it like you know would i announce getting it absolutely but like not oh, yeah making it to the next round just kind of it's kind, kind of like of what we talked about earlier it, making it to the second round that's cool and impressive mm-hmm. and you know like tell your close friends oh hell yeah or like people not but don't brag about it because you still need to make it to the you have to be you have to get the gig. You have to get the <laughs> you know? gig, exactly. Yeah, like, so it, it's really dope when you get, they'll tweet out, made it to the second round, you fucking talentless hacks, and then you don't hear anything. Yeah. Uh, until they, you know, like, chime in, like, in two weeks with whatever is fucking trending or whatever. It's like, oh, 
Yeah, that's really awkward. But I was happy, like, so my takeaway, I know a lot of people were kind of annoyed with the volume of tweets about the packets. Um, I don't know. I thought it was cool. I, we were talking about this a little bit before. Um, I enjoyed seeing the enthusiasm of people, I think, especially in this industry where you kind of just have to be in the know about mm-hmm. stuff. And it's one of the rare opportunities where anyone could really just submit if you, you know, if you were aware of the, you know, the submission process, anyone could submit, could submit. And I think it's like, it's pretty cool that people were allowed to do that. And I think the tweets were really, it's, it's kind of those stupid things where I kind of hate this about comedy is that sincerity is like seen as like, a, like very gauche. So, like, you can't tweet, like, oh, I'm excited to be doing this thing in, like, a genuine way. It has to be some quippy joke. When underneath all of these jokes about submitting, everyone, you're secretly, like, really excited and, like, really hopeful oh, yeah. that it works Definitely. out. But you can't be um, earnest and be like, oh, gee, Willikers, guys, I hope I make it. Like, no, you can't do that. <laughs> and it really disappointed <laughs> me. I saw someone, a tweet from this person who, um, from my understanding, used to write for The Daily Show. And I feel like it was kind of shitty because, like, they just were doing this thing where they're like, oh, people are complaining about the packet. Like, you could have never made it on The Daily Show, blah, blah, And it's like, first of all, I didn't see anyone complaining. I think people were – if they did complain, I think it was out of a joke. I don't think they genuinely were complaining because it was a pretty straightforward and easy process. Yeah. Like, there oh, was yeah. – I mean, it's very simple. But, like, I just hate that kind of gatekeeping from people who, like – I feel like you're you, – you didn't you didn't see anyone complaining. I think you're just bitter that – there was an opportunity where people didn't have to jump through the same hoops you had to to get to where you are, and you're just, like, salty about it. And I think that's so lame. Especially when you are at where you yeah. are you've written for the fucking Daily Show. Like, why would you see a bunch why of people? Why are you holes? shitting on these people? Yeah, like, it's like... Like, it, what... What What do you... <laughs> oh, sorry, I have hopes and dreams. <laughs> right? Asshole. Yeah. <laughs> and we've talked about that, too, with, uh, like, older comedians. I mean, like, nowadays, I mean... I guess even, you know, like a mid 40s, like comedian, mm-hmm. you know, shitting on people. It's like these people, these kids getting known on Twitter and TikTok. We had, it's like, well, that's the fucking medium, man. Yeah. I don't know. That's like saying that's like an old, super old musician getting mad that people nowadays didn't put out fucking wax cylinders. It literally <laughs> and like is that. pitch their music in Tin Pan Alley. It's like, I truly don't know what to tell you. The internet exists. Right. Or even just like the sentiment like, oh, I can't wait to see these Twitter comedians bomb when live comedy comes back. And it's like, first off, a lot of them are actually performers. It's like this idea that people, I don't know why they assume that anyone who's doing comedy on the internet never did comedy before and just decided one right. day to do it. it's like no mo- pretty much all of them everyone i know who does comedy online was doing comedy in person but they just right. can't do it in person anymore like it's so bizarre that people have this attitude it's like it, it's like the student loans thing it's just like well i had to i had to pay why should you get loan forgiveness if i had to be in debt it's like dude, so you could fuck, pay for it yeah, fuck proud of you, you man like <laughs> imagine if people had that attitude for like other moments in history like oh well i had to <laughs> i had to mine in the coal mines when i was six years old fuck these well, kids going to school it's like what's wrong with you <laughs> i've said that to like people i'm like that'd be like if my ancestors were just like i don't want my great great grandson to be free <laughs> yeah fuck literally <laughs> That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. That free bitch. Like, why are you <laughs> mad at me? 
that little <laughs> that little nigga running around buying things with his own money. <laughs> Look at this bitch working for money that she gets to keep. Like, why are you bad at me? Like, it's so I I. I God, strike me down if I ever end up being that bitter in life that people having it easier in the future makes me angry. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> oh, dude. Oh, well, it's so you know, weird. <laughs> you know, speaking of, like, weird and bitter, like, talk about the, the relationship between these sisters in Ginger Snaps. <laughs> Ginger Snapped. <laughs> <laughs> she did. <laughs> Ginger clapped back. Yeah, we <laughs> spat a little. Ginger Snaps from 2000. It's a Canadian movie. Um, thanks to Mariana who suggested this one. Um, it's about. It's directed by John Fawcett and stars Emily Perkins, Catherine Isabel, Chris Lemesh, Lemchi, Lemke. I think it's Lemke. <laughs> Chris Lemke and me Rogers. It's about these two sisters who are like really obsessed with death, kind of gothy girls who um, live in this kind of small town in Canada. One of them gets bit by a werewolf and um, she pops off, yo. Like She snaps. She snaps. <laughs> She's out here. <laughs> oh, the tagline is they don't call it the curse for nothing. <laughs> Just- this I love the whole film I appreciated was an allegory for um like you know becoming a young woman also having a really disgustingly dependent relationship with your sister also the B plot of the parents not getting along <laughs> Yeah so um this movie I I I it was a time. It was I didn't fine. Hate it. I, I didn't yeah. like hate it. I think it's um so love and hate, right? I don't mind the whole um oh metamorphosis into creature as allegory for growing up. It's it's very done. Like it's it's uh, we we watch Carrie, we watch Jennifer's body. We've, we it happens all the time, especially with women. And it's kind of like um like Romeo and Juliet. It's like, have we seen the story lots of times? Yes. But like, is it always like relevant? Yes. I don't mind it. I think they tried to do too much to the point where I felt like the movie felt really long. Like to the point yeah. where Evan, Evan even like left and came home and was like, you're still watching this movie? I was like, yeah, it feels <laughs> really long. He wasn't even watching it, but for somehow he still got the feeling that this movie was long and it wasn't. The runtime is 108 minutes. It's like not much longer than most movies. But, like, I think because they try to throw in so many elements, like, with the, the sibling relationship and with the the sexuality, and then, like, it was a little yeah. bit too much for me. Yeah. To quote one of the great comedians of our time, should we get into it? <gasps> That's me. That's you. We should. We should. Let's do it. <laughs> um, so, we're in this town called Bailey Downs. Um, and we open... <clears throat> With a mother and her son out in their backyard when they, well, the son discovers the dead body of a, of a dog, of their dog. Do you also like to, because he's playing in a sandbox and he pulls out <laughs> a paw and doesn't say anything. Well, we don't see it's a paw and we just see him like smell his hand and like move his hand away and then his mouth is covered in blood. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you, kid? <laughs> Well, he was very small. He was like a toddler. 
right? Yo, man, I don't know. I feel like I would have made some noise, even if it was confused cooing. Yeah. He was just... Or like a yucky. It was a very... Like... Yeah, you know, like... Or like, it doesn't matter. But he found this fucking dog paw, which then leads the mom to discover this mutilated dog. Mm -hmm. Well, their mutilated dog. Yes. And she's like running around screaming. There's like kids. Marianne actually mentioned this, like kids playing um, hockey in the street. And they're playing hockey like out in like the cul-de-sac. And (laughs) no one seems bothered by this woman screaming. Yeah, she comes running out. They got our dog. They got our dog. And they're just like. Well, not our dog. Like, <laughs> let us play our game. <laughs> game on. Um, yeah. So another thing. So this movie is kind of doing. Um, I think one of the reasons why it kind of feels long too is the tone is not very clear. So like, there's moments of comedy, but there's not enough comedy to make this kind of like a a kind of campy, like like a Jennifer's Body of like a very clear satire. So it it feels very disjointed. Like it starts off feeling like oh it's gonna be like a, like that kind of comedy, and then it's like not. So that it, I feel like it. it I think it's what kind of fucks up the tone and the feeling of like just kind of bloatedness because there's a, yeah. just a lot. I feel like they didn't really know where they were trying to go with with this one. But um, we find out that in this town there's been a bunch of dog killings. Um, the townspeople basically assume that there's a wild animal. Um, loose killing people's dogs and we meet um brigitte and is it bridget or brigitte i think i thought it was bridget it's bridget they they say it like once or twice but then it's mostly just b oh, and okay. like nicknames i'm looking at the spelling of it and it's spelled like b-r-i-g-i-t-t-e which is brigitte in my mind but it's bridget okay um but we run into bridget and ginger fitzgerald and they're these two teen girls who are sisters and are obsessed with death um crazy did you (laughs) very strange girls (laughs) did you watch the newest like iteration of degrassi like next class whatever the one is like on netflix or something yes i have okay do you like maya is that her name when she went through like that phase of being obsessed with death that's all i could think about after the bus accident and she was like oh take a picture of me dead yeah Yeah. so that's like because they do the montage for the credits of just these sisters like you know doing fake things like pretending they were pretending they were like are you okay Was all of a sudden, you must not have been able to like hear it, but just for me, it started repeating like crazy, like a Steve Reich thing. Like, okay, 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 okay. And then when you spoke, it did it for you, and it was terrifying. Oh my god, I got scared just now because like you, you were talking and your eyes just like kind of bugged out, and I was like, is he like? I thought you were having a. Is he okay? Like, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. I was like, is someone um, threatening you? What's going? Blink twice. I'm fine. I need a pizza. Um. Uh. No, I can't come to the door. Anyway, that's bad. Anyway. Uh. But that's what it made me think of, you know, because they're just taking pictures, pretending they're like hanging from the ceiling and have fence posts going through them and just really disgusting macabre shit and i do love though that when it stops it's a photo presentation in the school 
Yes. <laughs> like for like a day in the life of Bailey down or whatever. Yeah. And this is also like 2002. I'm like, I don't know, maybe because it's Canada. I'm like, this is post Columbine. Like they would have been expelled. <laughs> like, yeah. This is like, yeah. like zero tolerance policies in schools all over the nation, at least here. That would not right. fly. <laughs> well, that teach. Yeah. The teacher is trying to be a like nice teacher about it. Like that was. And then it just like kept, but you know, he's wearing a sweater vest, so he's not gonna go too ape shit. And he's like, that was, that was just awful. Yeah. I'm disgusted. Go to the guidance counselor's office now. Well, it didn't even seem like it was like a photography class, like, cause the, the project yeah. was Life in Bailey Downs. And there's just like their death pictures, like their fucking and Victorian, she- like, I don't know, death right. portraits. <laughs> and like the whole class is like, yeah. And you're like, that would not be received that way in the States. Yeah, yeah, so true. I think, like, (laughs) so true, bestie. No, because they're all, (laughs) they're all, like, um, so excited about it. I'm like, I'm thinking if I was in high school and that was presented, I'd be like, oh, like, they need to do something with this one. Like, this one is, I think there would be, like, a general, like, silence in the class. Like, this girl is not okay. Um, Right. Yeah, but they're, they're obsessed. They've been this way, like, their whole lives. And- um we learn they even have like a suicide pact yes right? they have like a, a suicide pact of like you know by 16 they're going to either get out of the suburb or they're going to die together so like they're planning on like you know suicide in order to get out of this situation um i mean that's really the crux of this relationship is like this very fucked up codependency between these two girls so fucked up so fucked up (laughs) i say that as someone though like i love my siblings so much and i would die for them but i also love my space from them so i am inherently weirded out by siblings that are too into their siblings yeah i agree like i also i have a sister who i love very much but i'm not obsessed with her like (laughs) like I'd, i'd take a bullet for you but like i I would have thought about it, you know, like you might have gotten shot in the time it took me to think about taking it for you. <laughs> and then you'd fall down and be like, oh, sorry, bro. I thought about it. I often wonder, though, if, if my sentiment about my sister is different because we have such a big gap. We're nine years apart. So we didn't grow up the same. Because like, these girls are 15 and 16. So they're they're born yeah. right on top of each other. So it's like, you know, and uh, Bridget is in the same year as she is as Ginger because she skipped a grade. So it's like they're very interconnected. And also they're they're outcasts. So I guess that explains why they're so like bound to one another. Hip, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like stop being so obsessed with death though and you have other friends. Yeah. Like maybe. Like change that one thing about you. I know, be an individual, <laughs> but like an inv- individual that likes life might open a ton of doors for you yeah it's like no there's nothing wrong with being like a little bit dark like i i have i have that i have that vibe like i get that we've all listened to my chemical romance we get it right like i'm into that stuff too but like maybe tone down just a little bit (laughs) 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 gotta read the room you know (laughs) um yeah so they're bullied a lot in the school um but like it's it's weird because they're both like the weird outsiders but like ginger's the hot one so like yeah, They're, like getting ogled at in gym class. Yeah, so like she definitely is the one that gets attention from guys, but they're still like frightened of these girls. And of course, the girls in their class are very mean to them. But but in the defense of the bully, 
uh, Bridget was talking shit about that girl, Trina. They were making fake obituaries about that. Yeah. It's like, pick one to destroy. And they overheard his, like, death by some bullshit and then just railed on her. Yeah. They, like, fucking uh, roasted her whole life. So it's no no wonder she'd be mad. I think, like, um, she's framed as a bully, but honestly, not really, like... Well, and that's You're weird, right? Because they're they're both bullies. It's just like the like Ginger and Bridget use it like we're individuals and outcasts. So this isn't we're not bullying. These are just like accurate criticisms of their fucking shitty life. And then the popular girls are just like they're weird as hell. We're gonna fucking mock them. So they're both different sides of a shitty coin. Very true. And like, um, it's like, are you still punching up if? Like, okay, yeah, they're social outcasts, but are you punching up if you if you actively chose that? Like, like Yeah. It's, like, yeah, they're I not I don't want to like discount bullying, but there's there were always those kids who like I feel like you're actively trying to not even give anyone a chance that it's like, well, like y'all did a whole presentation <laughs> about like dying. I'm sorry. Like yeah, it's you're not helping. It's yourself. crazy. <laughs> Do you also notice so like because they're in gym class and you know this is where we get the scene we were just talking about, and then so Trina, popular popular girl that fucking hates on him, uh-huh. um, is like, well, this girl just said she was going like she read my fake obituary. I'm gonna fucking check her in the field. Yes, and she checks her into the carcass of this dead dog. And I'm like, nobody noticed that? Yeah, Because it wasn't in- like they ran 20 yards to the sideline. That was in the fucking field. Yes, and it's like a wild, a wide open, like, playing field. So pretty easy to see if there's any, like, anything in the field. Honestly, I don't know how anyone was like, hey, what's that big mound of something, like, over there? Right. No, she, she gets body checked and, like, falls into this <laughs> dead dog carcass. Yeah. Which is really upsetting. Um, so they, uh, but okay, we we do see the dynamic where Ginger Ginger tries to, like, kind of you know stand up for her sister, which cool, we love to see that. Um, but they decide that okay, we're gonna uh, kidnap uh, Trina's dog, which she brings to school. Yeah, and I was like, what, what is this do with this dog? <laughs> And then I also like, because, and then like Trina's in love with Sam, Stoner Sam, you know, who is also a fucking genius. He's not a genius, but you know, like he's very smart. Yes. He's just, he's the the drug dealer that, that what a nice theme in these last two movies. True. <laughs> we love to see a smart drug dealer. <laughs> yeah. You know, because it's also like, what's his deal? Because he also looks young, but he just has like a van that he keeps like landscaping in is he but he's clearly a student yeah he's like i'm pretty sure even if he was like um had like an after school landscaping job but he's not in school with them is he he's not a student well because he he? like i i don't know because remember um when at one point ginger's like oh she's too young for you and i'm like why aren't you guys all in the same school but I don't think I he guess, is. I yeah. think because if he is driving around a fucking landscaping van, <laughs> I think he's just yeah, a landscaper. <laughs> he's just he's just a friendly drug dealing landscaper. Every school's got one. Yeah, man. Um, so their home life—they've got 
um, two parents who seem to hate each other, or at the very least, they're just very tense. There's like not it's not even so much that they're openly hatred ha- like hateful. It's just like they're there's no one's fucking in this house, is what I'm saying. Like Yeah. They do like the snide comments to each other. Yeah. But like the girls seem to be very hostile towards their mother, which is odd because her mother their mother's not really like the mother's damn nice and she's nice. like normal as far as parenting. Yeah, she's kind of embarrassing. Movies, like she's right? kind of like annoying in a mom way, but like she's not like right hypercritical or mean. And the dad's kind of like he gave me just like that. Like he's not the worst dad in the world. He's just, but he, I think he's a conservative dad. You know, because uh, yeah. Because the mom's like, oh, Ginger, uh, why does your back hurt? Does it hurt here? Oh, my God. Are those cramps? You're becoming a woman. Like, starts giving them the period talk at the dinner table. And the dad's like, oh, oh, oh why are you talking about this? Well, yeah. <laughs> and- well, he's not He's he's not seeing any vagina in this house. So periods really like, he really <laughs> ook him out. He's just like, ew. Like, we had sex twice. We had these two daughters. And that's <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah Uh, um i mean well that noticeable noticeably the two girls have not had their periods yet and they're a bit old for well i learned not too long ago though that like the average age for menstruation used to be a bit older yeah it's getting it's getting younger yeah Mm -hmm. it's getting younger but yeah but it's 2000 so 16 is it's a bit old to not have your period yet so mom's excited in a very like annoying mom way, which to be honest is accurate because I remember when I um got my first period, my mom was very excited. Like she was like she was like very like like oh every every subsequent period she was not nearly as excited. No, I was but a little bitch. One. But like the first one, like my mom was, my sister was, my mom told my grandma, my grandma was like like just a kind of a little like oh, she's <laughs> she's a woman. Like just very <laughs> God. Now I, we can um, now we can marry her off. <laughs> <laughs> my, I mean, my like you were saying, my older sister is twelve years older than me. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I don't remember what any of the like life was like when it first happened, because I was I would have been a newborn, you know. <laughs> so maybe it was great, maybe or it was who fucking knows, but yeah. Um, so there, you know, she's whatever, but she does get her period. And do you like <laughs> after that after the cramping ginger's like i've got the curse <laughs> um oh wait no that's the same oh sorry i fucked up i realized now she got it when they were outside because they're going to go kidnap the dog right yeah yeah because they snuck out and the mom was like hey stay home because there's like a, a wild animal we're, yeah out and about and um yeah so she gets her period it's it's weird it's interesting their view of their periods though it's very like and I don't know if it's because they have not gotten it yet. At one point, Ginger's like, oh, if I ever start hanging around tampon dispensers and doing this thing, then kill me. And I'm like, what do you think happens when you get your period? Do you think like, you just, you sh- it happens every day? No, it doesn't. And also, like, your well, life she- isn't around, surrounded, doesn't revolve around it. <laughs> yeah, she made it seem like a very, like, having a period as a woman makes you a conformist now. And she's <laughs> like, I'm not a conformist. And I'm like... As one who has very little to no experience with periods, I would say having biological things happen to you doesn't make you a conformist. No, like Ginger's like, oh, <laughs> like, you know, 
like it makes you a normie if you have your period. Yeah, and I'm, I'm like, a I'm a normie now. I have to fucking stay in the suburbs. It's like yeah, <laughs> right? no one, like, no one in Chica- no one in Chicago has had a period. Like, no women in sh- like you, as we all know, everyone in New York City doesn't get a period. <laughs> it's like they have to move out to White Plains if they want to have that shit. <laughs> Get that shit out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Go to Evanston. Fucking normie. Yeah, it's so bizarre <laughs> that like they. I, I guess like everybody's image, but they're not immature because they're like obsessed with that. I don't know. I don't get. You know, I don't get them and what their deal is. It's, it's so strange that you really think like their attitude is almost like um in um like sitcoms from like the 80s and 90s when the tomboy character gets her first period and she's like oh man like i can't play baseball anymore now because i have to, i'm on the <laughs> rag and it's like and like the mom's like you can still do, be yourself you just have your period now it's not a big deal but that's their attitude it's like oh man if i right. get a period i can't be obsessed about death anymore my one personality trait like well <laughs> and then you know it shows Again, I mean, well, I guess it's very indicative of their age and very high school that their personality trait wavers with different things happening to them because they're super into death and super okay with it. But then so Ginger has her period and they're like, we need to get out of here. And then we just get this fucking growl and (laughs) Ginger swept off screen. We're like, where did she go? And kudos to Bridget. Cause she goes after her. I, I might go after my my siblings, but I would sit there for a, a minute, being like, "How practical is this? Should I call the popo?" <laughs> I'm kidding. I would I would go because we can't prove otherwise. Andrew's like, uh, "That's a you problem." <laughs> yeah, I'm like I'm like I told you we we needed to leave, and you stood around for ten seconds and got kidnapped by this growling thing. But anyway, so they're so. But I say that to say they're so comfortable with death, but then they are so freaked out when finally presented with this thing that they're obsessed with. Oh, but isn't that always the case? It's like um, right. Well, not always, right? So and I don't want to like make light of suicide or anything, but a lot of people who survive suicide attempts will say like i realized this was a bad idea like um what i saw do you remember that one documentary about um people who have jumped off of the golden gate bridge i know of it i never watched it yeah there was so there's people have survived it right and a lot of them they said my first thought when i jumped was this was not a good idea. Like, actually, I want. I don't want to die. <laughs> like, it, you know, that moment of clarity of like, oh, shit, actually, I regret this. In their situation, they're lucky that they survived it. But um, I don't want to, I don't want to make light of their situation, but it does feel very much like, I think you guys are just really angsty. I don't think either of you actually wants to die. I think you just. Yeah. You just and that's why I said, like, it was. a teenager who wants to leave your town. <laughs> exactly. For, for in this instance, right? It yeah. was just it was just that shit. And, yeah, not to you be know, an I, annoying adult, but I'm like, I think you're going through a phase. <laughs> I think this is a phase. <laughs> well, you and I, so you know they're getting attacked. Bridget's well, ju- just Ginger, and she finally comes out of the the wilderness. They're running, and then fucking Stoner Sam is driving his landscaping truck and then we get just the slightest glimpse of werewolf and 
it, and he, he annihilates it with his truck. Like exploding. And <laughs> right, like it. That thing got eviscerated. That thing was made out of like. <laughs> Did paper. you've seen the Harry Potter movies, right? Yeah. So, do you remember how Lupin looked in the third one when he turned into a werewolf? Yeah. That's kind of what I thought this looked like. Yeah, it was kind of like um, like spindly. Sp- yeah, that's spindly. the word. Yeah, it's like spindly and like just kind of. It didn't look like, much like a wolf, which is important. I like that. I like when um when werewolves in movies are not just wolves; they're like actual yeah. like humanoid yeah. type creatures. If it was just a wolf. It would be in a zoo, and I wouldn't be that afraid of it. Right. Or like, because like Twilight did that. Twilight's werewolves are just big wolves. <laughs> like, they're just, just fucking big wolves. Fucking like, dire wolves. Yeah, they're just dire wolves. Like, that's lame. Like, I want to see like a creepy. Yo, you know, I thought I saw a dire wolf. What? <laughs> like the other day, I was walking Hendrix. <laughs> no, when I was in I'm Italy. Dire wolf. Like years ago, my friend and I were in Italy. We're at Pisa. Ain't no dire wolves in Italy, but continue <laughs> hear, your story. Hear me out. Hear me out. We were in, uh, no, we weren't in Pisa. We were in Luca. And we were walking, and this man had this big ass dog. I swear to God, it was a dire wolf. It was so big. Like, it was, it was big in a way that was like, but it was like wolfy. It wasn't like, um, like, oh, that's a, that's a St. Bernard. Like, that's just, that's, no, it looked like a wolf. But it was big as fuck. It was huge. And he was just walking it. And everyone was just walking in the streets, like watching this man, like, look at this huge dog. And that's like, like it that's... was scary. It was like, what the fuck is that? There's just this Italian man breeding direwolves, and he's like, it's just a big dog. Yes. <laughs> like it's... for centuries, this family. Or like, you know. I kid you not, it was like we were like, everyone was like, it was like we all shared a language in that moment of like, there's a fucking direwolf. And just in just a harmony, there was no language barrier. We're all like, (laughs) "It's a me, a direwolf." (laughs) (laughs) Oh God! Yeah, man, I saw one. I I don't care what you said. That's what I saw. And I saw Chupacabra too. That was another time. That's another story. (laughs) (laughs) Bigfoot, seen him? Seen him? Loch Ness monster in my bathtub right now. (laughs) You're turning it into like my. Turning into like that old storyteller, like, yeah, yeah, I saw, yeah, I was trick or treating, and I ran into Bigfoot. He lived on the corner of Maple and Vane. You remember? Yeah, I seen an alien. My kids say it was a moth. I say it was an alien. Never seen alien. Never seen a moth look like that. <laughs> alien. Yeah, just, just very, very normal things. But you're like, no, 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 no. Saint the Jersey Devil too. They said it was a homeless man. Nah, nah. Homeless man don't run that fast. Jersey Devil. <laughs> 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 oh my god i can't uh, believe i can't wait to become her one day um become become that conspiracy theorist like i i plan on going <laughs> full like crazy woman just like, in the desert <laughs> this is the this is the becoming i want to hear yeah i just me becoming like heidi fleiss in the desert with my birds <laughs> so <laughs> okay uh so yeah so attack happens um but she slowly, uh, her oh wait, ginger's wounds start to heal very quickly, and soon she starts to behave like differently. Like she's like, you know, a lot more aggressive. She's like sexual. She has that really great scene where she's walking down the um, the hall. She has her Jennifer's body moment, or Jennifer's body had her ginger snaps moment, where she's walking down the <laughs> hall. You know, like she's you know before we'd seen her, she's very covered up, and now she's like, right, you know, yeah, she's like, you guys are gonna see this body. 
She's yeah, she started she smoking. She started smoking weed. Yeah, with boys. And also, in a band. like that was my like. What is it with stone? Like people that smoke frequently, and then they get the newbie in there, and they're like, hit this. And if it's like a bong or anything with real like real smoke and flames and shit, and you start hacking up a lung, they all just start laughing at you. I literally and I'm like, said the same like, thing the when fuck, I was man? watching it. With <laughs> Evan came through, I was like, why do people do that? I think that's like lame. It's like, yeah, it's her first time smoking weed. She's coughing. Yeah, like you mean this person who inhaled smoke into her lungs is coughing? Yeah, <laughs> it's <laughs> you. We, we we all shouldn't be doing this, but it's fun, so we're gonna keep doing it. But like, right. <laughs> Excuse her for having a biological response. Oh, she's a fucking normie because her body responded to smoke. She's also a normie because she's on a period now. Like, (laughs) I do. Do you You like the scene? Because um, this is around the same like montage with her just being hot in the hallway moment, and because she goes to the god the nurse, and the nurse is like, I wrote this down because I'm like, this is such so descriptive. She was like. Oh, thick, syrupy, voluminous discharge. And I'm like, and she's like, expect it every 28 days, give or take, for the next 30 years. And I'm like, you sound too happy delivering this information. I mean. But it was also just kind of like matter of fact. And I I mean, you obviously could speak to this more than I could. But I, I wonder what it would be like being a, a teenage girl getting that news for the first time. And it's like, expect this sh- shit thing. Or, you know moderate for some people devastating for others but expect it for a while yes every month i when i was a kid i used to pray that i would get mine um (laughs) oh and then and then you became an adult like an adult that was sexually active and you still prayed to get them and (laughs) fools Aaron. well no i it's funny because like when you know i'll speak to the experience because you can't but um try me i was very like, please by please by all means please ex- speak to this experience but i was very excited about getting mine i was like oh my god like um i remember when i found out two of my friends had had it and it really bummed me out because i was like i don't have my period what the fuck like this is like this is not okay like this is not democracy <laughs> like who do i need to speak to because it's not fair that she has her period and i don't have my period like who like what is this um discrimination Oh I called God, the ACLU only... immediately. I, was like, this... <laughs> I got Sharpton on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> I, was like, like, I is, need you to come fight for me. Justice. But I used to pray to get it. And then now I have it and it's awful. And I'm like, wow, I was a fucking you got what stupid you wanted. bitch. If I went back in time and saw my 12-year-old self, I'd punch myself in the fucking nose. <laughs> it's, like, it's like those monkey paw wishes, you know, where it's always like a double-edged sword or they fuck with you. Yeah. It's not great, but... um. You know, but then uh, every so often when it's particularly bad, I do remember, like, I'm going to have to deal with this for some time. <laughs> it's not ending anytime soon. So I felt that scene. Um, but on top of, like, okay, she starts, like, having very heavy periods. And, like, she's growing hair from her scar. She's growing a tail. I What I like about this movie is that um, it, it deviated from what I've used, I'm used to seeing with werewolf movies. So, like, werewolf movies vary, right? So you'll have the ones where I just turn into a werewolf, like, the week of a full moon. And then, like, the rest of the time, I'm, like, a normal person. But it's just, like, the werewolf, you know, I wolf out when the moon comes out. I wolf out. Yeah. Yeah. And then you have, like, the twilight werewolves where, like, they just become one whenever they want. It seems like, like, oh, I'm fighting a vampire. Now I'm a werewolf. And 
They're more like I've I've never seen one where it's a, like a transition to a permanent like beast. Uh, right. This and this is the third. Like I'm like, oh, it's like she's gonna be a werewolf forever. It seems like it's not just a full moon thing, which I thought was interesting, but also deviates from the lore a lot because I feel like the lore is that you are still normal for most of the month. It's just right. that when that full moon happens, now you're you're a wolf. Do you like, and also, because- You know, this, it was a full moon when I was in Italy. That might have been a werewolf. Oh, shit. It might have been. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't a dire wolf. That'd be stupid as hell. This was a it werewolf. Was, I saw a werewolf in Italy. <laughs> I did. Oh, my God. <laughs> did we also get, is this a point where, um, like, Sam and Bridget have started talking? Oh, yeah. Because it was just like, what- what did you see what like when you hit that thing with your van and he's like a lycanthrope and it i, I kind of like with uh with the faculty you know it's like they put it in there but like pretty much right away and it, like they were both on the same page and like kind of feeling each other out to see if the other thought they were crazy but they're both like that was a fucking werewolf that you hit yeah we both know it and like that was the crux like they kept going back to each other to be like how would we fight a werewolf or how would we cure a werewolf? Which I appreciate, you know, it wasn't just like a slow burn to figure out what everybody already knew. Yeah, this movie would have felt so much longer than it already did if we had to deal with Bridget having Gives to convince a- people that she's her <laughs> sisters. Are, it's like, oh, God. Like, <laughs> I like and I like just like it seemed like very teenager takes modern teenager takes on like, well, what can we do? And he's like, well, if we cross reference like the folklore with like like holistic medicine maybe we can come up with something uh silver uh you know ancient cultures believed it purified the blood why don't you give her a silver belly button ring (laughs) (laughs) you're like okay sure i had to go back to watch that because i had missed the conversation i think so when she goes to pierce her belly button i was like why is this happening i was very confused (laughs) like wait what like um but also is this before after she's fucked um that guy with Jess- Jason. Jason. Yeah. Um, I think yeah, it's after. Yeah, because remember, like, so she so Jason guy is like the one of those stoner guys that she smokes with, and they um I thought she was gonna eat him, but she doesn't. Because we actually found out her yeah. first kill was just a neighbor's dog. Cause they're in the backseat of his car, which very high school, and she like gets she's really like riled up, and it's like, oh shit, she's gonna like eat him right now, but she doesn't. But they have sex, and it seems that uh, you can transmit werewolf fear. Right, that was people. crazy. Yes. That was this was kind of like because you know, like it follows mm-hmm. is like a nice allegory for like STDs. I'm like, oh my god, this is that too. Yeah, um, I think it's interesting too because like, so he gets infected and starts to like, um, like change too. But it's like, I it's interesting that his change coincides with like the male version of like what puberty is. So he becomes like hyper aggressive like where she's aggressive starts getting too, more zits and shit yeah, she gets more zits and she's like she's aggressive too but in more like of a sexual way i think it's the way we think of young women when they you know mature it's like oh like now she's like sexual he just becomes like a fucking like aggro piece of shit yeah <laughs> which is what i envision teenage boys being just like aggro pieces of shit aggro pieces of shit pissing blood yeah <laughs> 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 he, he, he. Yeah, don't become a werewolf unless you truly want to understand periods, I guess. 
And we don't know if he had cramps or anything. He was just bleeding from the penis. No, I don't think he has a werewolf thing. He's a gonorrhea. That's <laughs> <laughs> like, honey, you need to go see a doctor. Get a shot. What? A clear, it'll clear right up. <laughs> like, you need to go see somebody. <laughs> It's fucking crazy. Yeah. Uh. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> sorry. He's like leaving. Like, he, like this is after he had just been. <laughs> it was such a funny scene because he's like pissing blood, but like in the and he's just screaming at the urinal for like a solid five seconds. He's just like, ah, 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 like it's still going. It's still red. I mean, wouldn't and you? Anyway, oh no, I would, but it was just. <laughs> I feel like it would have been, I would have gotten the gist if it was just a flash of what was happening and he screamed, but they stayed on it, which was hilarious to me. <laughs> and then he's like walking out holding his dick and like he pushes past Bridget and it's like, what are you looking at? My pen exploded. My red pen exploded. <laughs> I'm like, if you have to specify, I don't believe you. <laughs> this isn't improv. You don't have to be that specific. Show, don't tell. <laughs> hey. Listen, he's still in 101. Give him a chance. Um, so, um, ooh, okay, so let's let's talk about Trina because – so we have – Trina's dog goes missing and she comes to the house to accuse Ginger of kidnapping her dog. And <laughs> hmm. this, this got weird. Yeah, this is when the, sh- the movie kind of like – I think it's when it started the, the the pacing got fucked up. I wish it had just been like honestly like okay so we have like if our main plots are Bridget is trying to find the cure for ginger uh, for ginger and ginger is going on a killing spree if it's the boys in her class if it's she's seeking revenge or it's the dogs or whatever but then it becomes like an accidental murder thing and then it's like yeah, it, I think that's that's when the 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 pacing got fucked up because it was like, oh okay, like because Trina comes in, she starts accusing them of like you know you fucking freaks, you stole my dog, blah blah blah, and um, they end up in the house and uh, Ginger's kind of like on top of her and they're kind of like you know tussling and Trina gets a knife, you know to kind of protect herself and she just ends up falling, down, which I feel like happens so much in movies. People just fall down and hit their heads on the corner of things. Constantly. Yeah, like just right. The perfect angle. They always get that perfect angle. I also just started watching Search Party last night and that happens. How somebody like someone falls and hits their head on something that same way and almost dies that way. And I was like, this is just too much. I've seen this twice <laughs> in a 24 hour. <laughs> uh, yeah, she literally died over spilt milk, which was ah. ridiculous. Ah. But nice. anyway, well, fuck. <laughs> but like... I thought, for me, it was, I mean, Ginger, is, is she's snapping. She's been. She's been snapped. And, but she's, <laughs> she's but, you know, it's like, because, <laughs> you know, she's like, she, it was up until this point, more or less, she was going like these animalistic urges, but trying to hold them back. Yeah. And now she was just like, fuck it. I'm crazy. And I might murder this person and like was just toying with her like creepily. And so it was like maybe that like because that's how she is, I guess, kind of for the rest of the movie. So that makes sense. But in it was jarring up until that point because she was kind of trying to fight it. And now she's just like, whatever. And I do appreciate that they (laughs) 
because the parents come home and they're like, oh, fuck, fuck, fuck. What do we do? What do we do? And they come in and then they're just pretending to stage one of their fucking death picture shoots, photo shoots. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was clever as hell. I wouldn't have thought that fast. I would would have... (laughs) They would absolutely foul me trying to drag the body out. (laughs) Sobbing, sobbing, and you're like, (laughs) "Is that what it looks like, (laughs) Daddy? Can you help me, please?" It's Webby. (laughs) She's dead weight. (laughs) Yeah, I would like. I would. That's why I could never. I I would never murder, not because I'm a good person, but because I would get caught. Should I have yeah, that on recording? The, uh, I'm saying it anyway. I said it already. Yeah, you're you're telling people. So now, if you're ever <laughs> incriminated for murder, there's evidence of me saying I would never actually do it because I couldn't. I couldn't get, get away, away with, with it. it. There's, you know, how many everyone in the world is fucking fucked up. It's the the line of who is logical enough to say I could not get away with it is what prevents many crimes. Yeah, I tweet too much. I would tweet about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> homegirl needs to t- needs to work on them arms hashtag murder <laughs> well i can't like i can't like uh give up an opportunity to go viral so i would like oh, god this is a great opportunity i just like tweet about how i murdered somebody i get so many retweets uh, and i'm like retweeted by chicago pd and i'm like oh fuck uh, this isn't what i wanted no not them i know they're on twitter uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah so they they put trina's body in like the um the deep the freezer in their house and uh but while they're doing that bridget does accidentally break off two of the fingers and it's like it gets misplaced and it's like in the yard someplace and they're like okay we're gonna like well it gets misplaced when they're burying her because they keep her there and then they're like mm-hmm. hey, we're gonna bury her you know, super easy thing to do, like digging right. a hole. And it's just like this town is overrun by dogs. I'm like, someone's gonna, some dog gonna sniff that out and be. Yeah. <laughs> there's so many, like, there's so many dogs. Like, I know it's like a white town, and there's already just, like so many dogs. But like, it's like, it's, like oh, there's I, an absurd number of dogs in this town. I wrote this is forever ago, but I wanted to point that out because you reminded me. Um, because one of the things at when Ginger starts to, like start turning. Is that dogs bark at her and hate her? Oh yeah. And you know when Trina brings her fucking dog to school, she just kicks it, and I'm like, that's how you know she was starting to turn into a monster because ain't no way a white girl is gonna kick a dog. When I tell you, I laughed. I did not expect that she would just kick the dog. <laughs> just, <laughs> I'm like Ginger snapped. She kicked. <laughs> Ginger kicked the dog in the chest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She she just like she Amanda Seyfried that dog. Yeah. It was great. Um, uh, yeah, so um, Bridget's like, okay, like, Ginge, you can't go out anymore because it's just getting wild. Also, Ginger, like, is clearly becoming aware. Her teeth are getting sharp. She looks yeah. very different. In the beginning, it's just like, oh, she's hot now and has, like, kind of cool streaks. But then she's like. She's clearly fangs. She's getting fangs. I'm like, how well, is no seeing these fangs? People, it's like, oh, I heard people, that she was starting the vamp trend of, you know, like people trying to wear fangs oh, and because yeah. you know they're like emo kids and then there, there were vamps mm. i'm again basing all of this solely on south park because there were no uh, vamps. i, I thought it's because my... you went to a very white school it was like they didn't have that well i also did very much go to a very white school yeah like um no vamps though in my school because we we're also small town wisconsin so we, we had goths but we didn't have vamps yeah 
Yeah, we didn't have that many goths, honestly. I think I think because also the time period when I was in school was like more like emo kids, but like goth kids were not really like. That was more my sister's era. Like my sister went to school, was in high school, and like the late nineties, early aughts. Like there were definitely goth kids. Like, but like you know, what are the kids? I think now the kids are like e girls and e boys now, right? Like that's like the. I hate all of them. I don't know what they are. (laughs) They're all awful. (laughs) They all. I'm old and they're shitty. Oh God, you're turning into shut up an online millennial. Um, okay, so (laughs) it's Halloween now, and the plan is Bridget's like okay, like the mom mom bought some monk's hood, which is like the the cousin of Wolfsbane that they talked about with Sam. Like okay, I'm gonna try to like cure her with this and that's her plan but um ginger's like jason's jason starts turning yes because she gets this she gets a fucking syringe of it because of course sam is a chemist and is brewing this shit like and i like that they need lighters like he has a metal measuring cup and he's melting it and cooking it in that i'm like get a fucking stove or a propane like a gas light like a camp lighter but no they're fucking cooking it like it's math and yeah. they, I would but be he gives her the syringe. Though, if Sam had all that stuff, I'd be like, Sam, are you doing dope? Like, I would think, are you doing heroin? Like, why are you have so much? Like, yeah, like, you, you, like he had so many syringes. You had a lot of syringes. That's not, that's like, not something a weed dealer just has, right? Or, or, like, or maybe my first thought, like, are you diabetic? Like, what? Why do you have all these <laughs> yeah, syringes? Yeah. Like, do you want to talk about it? Um, so <laughs> she, um, well, uh, she gets attacked. Bridget gets attacked by Jason. Um, and it works. I mean, she defends him with herself with the monk's hood syringe and he like changes the behavior and like runs away with like the syringe. Yeah, still, it's like, still hanging there. He's like, I gotta, I gotta go. I gotta go. I got homework. He just, just waddles like, away with the Um, But when she gets to school, we find out that, Brit- that Ginger has killed. Um, was that the, the teacher? And the guidance the, teacher. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like the... Was it the same guy with the vest? I think so. That was the same guy, right? Okay. I couldn't tell. He was very mutilated. It's like so much. It's like, who is this? Um, so she murders him and she uh it, it things are escalating at this point where it's like, okay, Ginger truly needs to be stopped because before she's been able to like she's, you know, doing small potatoes. She was killing dogs and now she's killing people. So it's like, oh no, we can't. Yeah. We can't stand by this. But, you know, it tells you it's not, it's not a real white movie because it's a real white movie. It'd be reversed. She'd be killing pe- white people first and then she would kill dogs and then it'd be like, yeah, she must yeah. be stopped. <laughs> <laughs> I, and do you like to, so like that happens. Um, And while all this, you know, it, this is all gearing up towards the greenhouse party for Halloween. Of course. And like they're all, you know, it's just a lot of the and now we start getting more of like the sister bond tension it's like you said we'd be together forever and blah 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 and it's just like i said i would die with you it's like not die for you or something some bullshit and you're like calm down but then the mom (laughs) finds trina (laughs) yes and she's just like you know so uh what's her face bridget is running to try and catch up to her sister at the party and then the mom rolls up in her van and it's just like get in the car sweetie and she's like you two like did a very bad thing and um i (laughs) she goes and is like i won't let them it's like 
I always knew you'd leave. But it's like, that's to be expected. But I'll never let them take you from me. I'll burn the house down. And then we can run away just as girls. And then she's like, what about dad? It's like, he just blamed me. And I'm like, damn, mom. <laughs> what is this? What is wrong with your marriage? <laughs> just as girls is. It felt very like, um, you know, that SNL skit where like they do the Kardashians and she's like the Kris Jenner, like Kris and Wig as Kris yeah. Jenner. It's like, yeah, like we're just a bunch of sisters. Like just as girls are like <laughs> Yeah, we're all sisters. Yeah, it's like what the fuck? Like, yeah, I'm like, I wish we, you know, this movie doesn't need more backstory because it's already fucking long. But like, I wish I knew what was going on with this marriage because it is so like, what? Like, you're juicy. It's like what's going on? That's actually more interesting than anything that's happening right now. It's like what? Truly, (laughs) what's happening in the marriage? Um. But Ginger is like fully like becoming more and more like a wolf. But she shows up at the party though. She looks like. I'm wondering why no one at the party was like, wow, she like really just like shelled out prosthetics. Like, she, Yeah, they're like, that is, is that's movie quality, <laughs> like makeup. Right? You didn't go, you didn't stop at Walmart to do this. This isn't face paint. We're in high school. Like she's, she's got full like creature effects makeup on. Everyone's like, whoa, Ginger looks awesome. It's like, Ginger is literally a werewolf. <laughs> yeah, like she's trying to seduce Sam and like hops on top of him on his bed, starts like undoing her shirt. And then, like, she has, like, like lesions of turning into a werewolf all over her. And I'm just like, well, but, but he also knows she's a werewolf. So it's not like she's fooling him. But I'm just like, come on, man. Something's up. Like, you guys can see this. This isn't well hidden. She's a monster. I mean, horny. Don't don't you dare excuse the actions of children because they're horny. That's literally why they do anything. Like that's true. After a certain like, age, anything a child, a teenager does can just be like they're horny and they're angry, and that's like it's literally. like that John Mulaney bit where he's just like, "Why did you throw those eggs at that house?" I think he's and he's like, "Well, you know how I'm fifteen and just have all this pent up rage, and I'm horny all the time." eggs i mean I'm just yeah it's literally <laughs> it it's like think about you at when you were t- when you were 15 and anything you did that was just kind of like shitty it was one of those two things wasn't it because i was angry or horny no i wasn't i didn't get shitty until i was like 17 15 i was just trying to be in a ska band and you were not shitty <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you're trying to say? Like, I didn't get shitty until after I tried being in a ska band. Like, okay. <laughs> I'm just saying, I didn't, I couldn't let, I couldn't let any. What year were I you trying to be in a ska band, Andrew? What was it? 2005? That is too late to be trying to be in no, a no, ska no. band. That was third wave ska. That was Streetlight Manifesto. What? I've get never heard out. of that. Get out of here. I don't believe it. Blackbeard's Delight? The crown jewel of Elkhorn Area High School. <laughs> that was the name of your so, band? Yeah. Blackbeard's Delight? Mm-hmm. What does that even mean? I don't fucking know. I think it was, <laughs> oh, it was from, uh, it was from. <laughs> it's like a pirate thing? <laughs> it, it was from, oh, God, what? It's a Will Ferrell Anchorman. It's from Anchorman. Oh. It's from the scene when they're going through, uh, they're going through their, uh, the guy's 
uh, colognes, and he's like, Sex Panther, Blackbeard's Delight, that's a good choice. And we're like, oh, okay, Blackbeard's Delight. Literally. There's, it could not be more sophomore in high school. We were just sitting watching that movie, and we're like, that's a good band name. Wow. We we're going to call ourselves Knights of Columbus, but then that's an actual organization, so we didn't do that. That also sounds like a KKK thing. Knights of Columbus? Yeah, very much so. It does. And Knights of Anything just makes me think like... Knights of Columbus is the KKK uh, newspaper. Thank you, John Stewart Packett. That's why I know that. Really? Yeah, because it was a CNN article when I was like trying to write jokes. Yeah. I came across it, but I would not know that had John Stewart not have asked me we all learned to try something. and be topical. I, sorry, I know this is like not has nothing to do with werewolves. I need to know more about this fucking ska band in two thousand five and this alleged third wave ska. I don't know what that is. Get the f- what? <laughs> did you guys perform at dances? Like, where did you perform? Were you performing, or were you just in a basement? Oh man, just a basement. I didn't get good at music until I stopped doing <laughs> classic, like you know popular music once i started playing like (laughs) classical and contemporary percussion that's when i started getting out in front of crowds it sounded like you were like i didn't get good at music until i stopped and i was like what yeah Yeah. master's degree what are you talking about (laughs) yeah Um, i just faked my way into that degree (laughs) yeah you stay you stay around (laughs) in enough like not even in classes just in buildings they're like, hey, get out of here. They're like, Here's hey, you want this? And they just give you like a diploma. You're like, mm, thank you. <laughs> they like throw it out the door so I chase after it. <laughs> I mean, that's just what grad school is. It's just you <laughs> running, just chasing the dragon of feeling smart and then not having a job. Um, anyway, so <laughs> that did not reveal anything about me. So <laughs> Yeah, so Bridget's like, um, Okay, thanks, mom. Bye. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Lock the doors. See you later. And then we don't see we don't see her ever again. Yeah. Not that anything happens to her. We I just think she just she's burned irrelevant. the house down by herself. Like, yeah, she just. <laughs> she's but we get them anyway. Uh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, we get them. Uh, she, <laughs> Bridget comes in and stops the seduction. Well, to Sam's credit, he is like, "Get off me!" Like, come on. And then she like breaks his arm or something and then so they yeah. go to did, leave did we even, i don't think we even saw what she she's broke something some cracked yeah <laughs> something and he's like holding his arm for the rest of a while so some something's fucked up and, but he manages to come out so the the sisters are arguing and he comes and just fucking smacks ginger over the head with a shovel <laughs> And then Bridget's like, what are you doing? I was trying to get her to come home. That's where the rest of the antidote is. And he's like, why didn't you tell me that? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they should have probably planned this out better. But then again, it's Halloween night. My sister's a werewolf. There's a lot going on. (laughs) My sister's a werewolf. I got to do all of this before I can watch Hocus Pocus, as I do every year. So (laughs) we got to be be quick. (laughs) So they're they're riding back to the the casa, right? That's mm-hmm. what happens. Yeah. And then she she is full werewolf now. They yeah. had find they had parked in the garage, and then Ginger's she's full snap. Like, yeah. There's nothing less full like, snap, but she, she wasn't like snatched. Like she didn't look good. Like she didn't like snap yeah. in like a good way. It was like she looks horrible. I hate. I didn't <laughs> like how that werewolf looked. 
Yeah, no, she was rough. She yeah. looked far more haggard than Lupin at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. Um, so so she's gone full wolf, and they're in the house um, hiding from her as he, they're trying to make the the antidote or whatever with the wolf's bane thing. Again, straight up cooking it with a lighter in a spoon. Yeah, like <laughs> like <laughs> literally his heroin. I was like, this is strange. Um, I don't know if it's like just, Sam. If you just him. have this. Sam, yeah, you like, just have this ready to go. Like his the spoon is bent. I'm like, you just have yeah. it. Like, <laughs> why? No, <laughs> we need to have a discussion after after she's cured. We need to talk to you as well. Um, so they're hiding back there, and um, Sam goes out to try to find Ginger so they can go ahead and stab her. But he attacks her. Him. She attacks him and drags him away. Um, and Bridget finds him, but he's like really fucked up. He's like bloody and everything. And so she tries. Okay, she's just she's drinking his blood. And that's what I'm confused, confused, right? Because so one thing we had we'd seen, but we didn't say is what she did when she came upon Sam and <clears throat> excuse me, Sam and Ginger is that she cut her hand and then cut Ginger's hand and they held hands. So she's like, I'm infected with your blood. And yes. so and she's like turning because her the cuts healed and it's getting furry like what happened. So then, yeah, she's is she trying to like drink his blood to be like, I'm going to be like you and turn into you. But she's like, I can't do it. Yeah, I was confused. I thought I thought what was happening. Is like, oh, is she going to like drink his blood and then she's going to be like wolf out and then they can fight. I thought she was just using it so then, you know, it was going to be like, oh, my God, we're sisters again, and I'm going to be a wolf like you. And then they were going to come in close, and she was going to fucking syringe her. Oh. But neither of those happened. Neither of those two things happened. Because she fucking stands up and goes, I can't do this. And then she just fucking BTs, well, Ginger BTs Mm -hmm. Sam. And then it's, you know, just a fight. I mean, the rest of the movie is... Well, not a, even a fight. It's just her running away. Yeah, it's her running and trying away. Trying to stay alive. And, um, yeah, and she has like a knife and and the syringe. And I mean, ultimately, I mean, not to go through every beat of like her being chased. Yeah. She, uh, Ginger goes to attack Bridget, but then she gets she falls on the knife and then she dies. She <laughs> dies, and yeah, we just the end of the movie is in their bedroom, which again they're fifteen and sixteen. And they're in the same room still. And I find, and you know, it's not because the and family is painted like they're like middle class. They're comfortably middle yeah. class. And I'm like, you have them, you're both sharing a room still. There's definitely more than one room in that house. Oh, definitely. Like, but I mean, they might have chosen that. They might have two rooms upstairs that are like separate, fully oh, yeah. ready for them to be in there. And they were like, no, we want to like be in the basement because we're. Yeah, this is more weird. not a comment on the parents or their station in life. More of a comment that they very clearly chose to do that. Yeah. But we get them, you, you know, Bridget just lays her head on her fucking wolfed out sister who is dying. And then fi- like she dies. She does die. And then it's just her laying there sobbing over her sister's wolf body and it fades out. And that's the weird thing about this movie is like I I criticized the um the pacing and that it felt too long but then when it ended it was like oh yeah oh cool oh okay we're done it's done like yeah <laughs> yeah it was like oh interesting um 
but yeah, that was Ginger Snaps. You know, it's one of several. There's like a Ginger Snaps. Oh, there are more. Unleashed. Yeah, and Ginger Snaps back at the beginning. <laughs> oh, I wish they all just like took the names of all of the Bring It Ons and just put it after Ginger Snaps. <laughs> Ginger Snaps, all or nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, what? How do you? This makes me think. Um. When I was young, so this is one of the things about being uh, being raised with white family, mm-hmm. but having black family is sometimes black family would come over and visit and seeing like there are no black women in, in my immediate life that I would see daily. Mm-hmm. So my one aunt would wear, uh, she would always have red, red hair. And I'm just like, holy shit, my aunt has red hair. That's fucking crazy. I now know is you know, obviously a fucking wig. <laughs> but... <laughs> But at the time, I was like, holy shit. Like, how does my aunt have red hair? That's so crazy. Like, <laughs> bright orange. That's not, like, I don't even know a lot of white people with bright orange hair. Anyway. <laughs> oh, my God. She was she was a black ginger, which makes me think, how would this movie be oh different? Oh, my God. If it was a black movie. That was your fucking dream. <laughs> I was like, where's he going with this? Like, what are you telling me about her <laughs> Uh, oh my god what the hell took you all for a ride really i was like okay like what the fuck like his aunt was a werewolf (laughs) i mean i've seen one so it's possible (laughs) so um not italian she's italian (laughs) uh okay if this was a black movie um for one thing they wouldn't be goths um not because there aren't black goths but just because i don't think any black parents will let their kids be goths (laughs) Like I so so would they still be so they're still outcasts in the school? How would they be outcasts then? They have to be like the two black girls in the school. So it's a, okay, still so whites. do we want to go that it's still it's a white school, but it's just like the two black sisters. Yeah. So that it's not even that they are inherently or actually, weird. No, they it's are still just... goths because amongst black people, being goth would be like, oh, I'm really not fucking with you. I scratched that. Yes. Yeah, so it's so a black this whole school. school? But, yeah, but they really are goths because, like, okay. if if white kids being goths are seen like as like super like like you know subversive, black goths amongst black people is, is seen as super super subversive, or like they're anime fans. I feel like, <laughs> I feel like, <laughs> and again, I mean, whatever. This could be completely bullshit, mm-hmm. but I. Like, you know, this guy, Sam, we dealing Sam Mm -hmm. was like, he knew, like, based on folklore and shit, blah, blah. And it's not that, obviously, anyone can know any folklore. Right. But I feel like the average black person would maybe not know as much about medieval folklore. (laughs) Like, European folklore. No, probably not. So I'm like... I'm like, would this guy know a lot of, you know, like, African folklore? Which, I mean, uh, like, every culture has its own version of, like, you know, Oh, where, like a shapeshifter, yeah. skinwalker type. They're all, like, the same yeah. family of, um, like, creature. Yeah, so I'm like, so then what would, it, like, his, what would Black Sam's remedies be? You know, it's like, he he's not pulling out fucking books on wolf's bane and fucking monk's wood and shit. Hmm. Or maybe he is. I don't know. Maybe he's a horror fan. Maybe he watches movies a lot. Cause, um, but then again, I'm thinking about 
I, I'm gonna, I'll admit here, I don't know, I don't, um, my knowledge of werewolf movies is, like, not super extensive. Because I will say, like, I, werewolves are, like, one of my least favorite creatures, like, in movies. Like, I, I don't really gravitate towards them. Um, I wish there was, like, a Blackula, but with a werewolf. Oh. Yeah, so I'm like, I think, I can think of vampire movies that have black people in them. That can be like, what if she was like a vampire and like he pulled up like Blackula or he could like do, um, what was that, the movie with, a uh... shit, what is it called? A vampire in the Bronx? That sounds familiar. No, it was Vampires versus the Bronx is one movie. But then there's okay. like the vampire. Isn't there like the Eddie Murphy vampire movie? That. Uh, vampire in Brooklyn. That's what it's called. Vampire in Brooklyn. I got the borough wrong. <laughs> All right. But, so so this movie would not be in Canada? <laughs> well, or it could still be in Canada. I just, I just, it's, it's a hard one to... To place because like for like a Sam character like how would he fit and like how would he like or I, I feel like maybe he just knows shit like he's just like he just he's wise he just he just fucking knows or he like he just really into I I feel like movies would always be the best I love I think I'm because I'm I'm still I still have the faculty on my mind so I kind of like when characters know a lot about creatures because they just are genre savvy and not because like oh I just know about medieval folklore right. I literally just like oh I watched the movie and that's why. Um, I know. It's why I think, enjoy that vampire versus the Bronx movie. It's cute. Do you think uh, Black Mother would be so quick to be like, yo, let's just hide this body and burn the house down? Probably. I think that would probably still a fierce Black mom. Absolutely. Especially knowing how the, uh, the fucking judicial system is unfair to Black women. I think if I murdered someone, my mom would probably try to like cover for me. She shouldn't. She should probably like. <laughs> she probably should, this is, I'm, not, like, I'm not condoning this. Yeah, she probably <laughs> should like you know give me up. But my mom would do would like I've talked to my mom about this and my sister. My sister has told me like yeah no I wouldn't I wouldn't rat on you. I would I would I would help you. I was like and I was like I would tell the police that you did it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Very nice. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't. <laughs> I'm a snitch. Like no, I'm not. I actually would. I think I would. Um, I wouldn't help you hide the body. I don't think I would help you. I wouldn't be like, I, I would, would be an like, accomplice in thought, but not physically. Like, I would know about it. I'm not saying anything, but I'm not going to like help you hide yeah. it. My print, my prints can't be on anything. No, 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 but, no, no. Like, no. I got your back mentally. Yeah. And you know, if anyone comes talking to me, like I'm not going to say anything, but I'm my, my hands ain't on anything. Exactly. Uh, but I think that would be unchanged as a black mom who would be like, I got you. I'll burn on this house. I'm truly just thinking about. I don't like I mean, daddy anyway. <laughs> it could be, and this obviously could be wrong. And I'm just thinking about, like, if it were made now and put in just capable hands. But I feel like maybe the comedy and tone balance would be better. Mm-hmm. Just overall, <laughs> you know, it's like, and so this is more of not like in the reality of the movie. This is just in real life that it would have just been written better. Or, you know, like, it would have played into things. Like, we can, like, with a, like, focusing on black protagonists, 
or whatever. It's like we can lean into like this comedy more and it will flow better and it will make sense. Um, or, you know, it's like it's not as comedic and it's just kind of like little little pockets of comedy that just shine through every now and then. Yeah, I would like to see this as like a the latter actually i think because we've already seen the former with like a jennifer's body we've seen that kind of lean mm-hmm. into the comedy full force i wouldn't mind seeing one that's like plays it straight a little bit more with just a little you know moments of levity which is like most horror movies have moments of like mm-hmm. levity you know because you, you kind of have to you gotta let your audience breathe a little bit so yeah i would like that as opposed to like you said this was a little bit more like i think they weren't sure what they were trying to do like the beginning of the movie felt like it was going to lean into like that kind of like funny and then it just didn't so it was yeah. weird um yeah i think that would be cool i mean i'm i'm always gonna be a proponent for more black horror movies or horror movies that star black people because we don't have as many as we should but that's changing it is changing um uh you know the more that are made the more possibility that we can get hired I'm. I like to think I'm funny, and I've been known to scream often. Yeah, so. I would love to be in a horror movie. Oh my god! Like I would, I would be like, ugh, God, I'd have so much fun. I'd have so much fun. Like it's so cool. Ugh. Oh no, sorry. I'm a comedian, and I can't be excited about anything. Oh yeah, no, I think it's kind of dope. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this new fucking mo- <laughs> this new horror movie is fucking shooting in Chicago. All black cast, all black crew. All fucking black writers. Oh, what a fucking piece of shit. I'm not stoked to be here. Like, oh, I hate this. Like, oh. oh. What's that? Jordan Peele is, like, producing it. Monkey Pop. Yeah. Oh, cool, I guess. Oh, Jordan Peele just texted me and said I did a good job. What a fucking thirsty bitch. Like, yeah, I'm like, ugh, what a fucking simp. <laughs> I would be so excited. No, I would. Actually, I would... no. I'm gonna I'm a correct that. I think that attitude, that apathy, is is unique to white comedy. Cause I feel like black people be hyped to get opportunities because Dude, oh, it be, almost it's I'd almost so as hyped. if like we have so few opportunities. When we get them, we are genuinely excited, and we just have an attitude of like, oh yeah, well you know, I'll just I'm trying this for now, but if it doesn't work out for me, then I'll do something else. Like, oh, that's nice. That's nice for you. You just do something else. Okay. Yeah. Fuck off, man. No. Fuck you. <laughs> like, if like. If, if I land something, like a gig or whatever, I'm like, gas me up. Look at this. <laughs> like, yeah, <fuck. laughs> absolutely. And, and black people love to gas each other up because like, yeah, when someone, one of us wins, it's a big deal. Yeah, scratch that. It's not a everybody comedy thing. I, I know I'm I'm pumped when shit happens to me and to my friends because like, yeah. I honestly. It's dope. When it, it's kind of like what I use to gauge myself of like, am I a good person? It's like, if I won like, the lottery i was like i would like this much money to like these resources and i would just live comfortably but i don't need to be fucking that's crazy i don't need that much money and i'm like okay that's how i feel with like fame it's like i want to get famous to make everybody famous i just want (laughs) to gas people up i want to just like fucking retweet some random person and it makes their day What simple joys the internet has given us. Honestly, that's a good idea. Like, if I ever got famous, I think I would just, like, troll, like, look on the internet just to find someone, like, smaller and be like, you're funny. (laughs) Just very, just matter of fact. And it's it's a video, so they know how matter of fact it is. And so it's like, you are funny. (laughs) Keep on. Keep on keeping on. Continue being funny. I like you. I like you. (laughs) 
Actually, yeah, no, fuck that. I'm I'm about to be like that. If I get, fa- yeah, I like that. That's a good. That's a good attitude. If you get famous, just make everyone famous. Yeah, man. Be like Andy Warhol. Like get famous and then just get all your friends and then make them famous for fifteen minutes. Then yeah, that's <laughs> everyone that tells. It's really funny because I feel I have friends. Uh, I say this to you frequently. I'm like, yo, coattails. I'm on them. and And you should bring me along and then i you know it's like people are like hey you know when you when you're famous don't forget about me it's like i i can't i probably owe you many props and i need to raise your voice fuck yeah man that's how that's how we do it yeah honestly even when i got that packet i sent it to you because i was like i'm gonna send to a black person i'm not sending it to anyone (laughs) even (laughs) i knew they would have it too but i was like dude you don't need y'all every once in a while (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, i'm not gonna yes. participate in the white comedian industrial complex by giving you this opportunity fuck that <laughs> i know Ugh. uh but yeah anyway that was ginger snaps y'all um i didn't know it was on youtube i saw you sent me a message with it on youtube it's also like it's on several streaming services on like it's on prime it was on like shutter it was on quite a few so if oh, you guys nice. are interested nice. check it out because it's you can find a lot of places for for free for free like youtube or free ish like you already have a streaming service it's probably also yeah. there um anything else to plug not at the moment spooky squad but soon hopefully yeah <laughs> fingers crossed watch the space um yeah <laughs> i wish i should have probably put this in the beginning but there is there are ways to support our, us financially i have the link you can give us money via anchor if you'd like if you like what you hear and you're just like, hey, here's a tip. We like you. Um, you can do that. You can also reach out to us via our social media to interact if you'd like or give us suggestions for movies you want to see us cover. We'd appreciate it. Yeah. You. It seriously makes my day every time I get a random notification from any We Die First account. And I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah, Thank I you. get very excited. Uh, uh, Troy McKeady from the Dunzo podcast I reached out to us to be like, you guys should be on YouTube. And I was like, mm, we should. Hmm. We should do that. Crazy. Hmm, interesting. Hmm. <laughs> so, hmm, okay. <laughs> but yeah, um, this is, uh, oh, there's only one more week left. One more Friday left of the month after this comes out. And we'll be finishing up our um, New Year, New Me, which was a little bit more extended. Next month, we're doing March Madness. Woo! Fucking crazy. But not basketball, because who cares about sports? This is yeah. um, going to be movies about, hey, people snapping. <laughs> Mental health in horror movies, which we have a lot to say, you know. <laughs> a lot of critiques, because it's not it's not great. It's not always great, but also just some interesting movies. So if you already have suggestions for movies like that, we were talking about stuff like Psycho, um, Silence of the Lambs, I think would be a good one. Uh I think the sixth sense fits into it too. Yeah. Um, stuff like that. Um, reach out to us and let us know what you would like to to see. Please do that, spooky squad. Yes. We love you so much. Um Stay safe. Stay safe. Stay spooky. Watch out for werewolves because they're out there, especially if you're in Dude, Italy. And and dire wolves. Dire wolves are, are real. They are out. <laughs> Y'all. 
Be safe, because they can get you. This is a PSA, a public sneak announcement to fucking watch out for dire wolves. Public sneak announcement. I love that. Public sneak announcement. Watch out for dire wolves, for the Loch Ness Monster, especially in your bathtub, little <laughs> alien guys, and Chupacabra, because Chupacabra can eat your dog. And your goat. And your goat. And I know you have one. Get your goat. <laughs> Realistically. <laughs> literally. Okay? So be careful. Bye. Bye. <laughs>